Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of The Articulate Fly. On this episode, our buddy Landon Mayer drops in to discuss new beginnings and update us on what's on tap for 2023. If you're in the Atlanta area this weekend, be sure to stop by the Fly Fishing Show. We'll both be there all weekend. Before we get to our conversation with Landon, though, just a couple of housekeeping items. If you like the podcast, please tell a friend and please subscribe and leave us a rating and review in the podcatcher of your choice. It really helps us out. And a shout out to this episode's sponsor. This episode's sponsored by our friends at the Fly Fishing Show. The Fly Fishing Show heads to Atlanta this weekend and then on to Denver, Pleasanton, and Lancaster. Bob Clouser's come out of retirement and the Atlanta Show is a three-day event. It should be a great time. For dates, ticket and class info, and other event details, head over to www.flyfishingshow.com. Now, on to our interview. We'll land and welcome back to the Articulate Fly. Uh, thank you, Marvin. It's a pleasure to be back in the new year and all new things to come, my friend. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. We were talking before we started recording, and you are sealing your position as the most frequent guest on the Articulate Fly. <laughs> absolutely like regis philbin on letterman man i've, I've got that covered <laughs> yeah absolutely and you know it's interesting too you know talking in the new year and i know it's been a really important thing in your life probably for i don't know probably close to the last year is really about kind of a reset and new beginnings and uh you know that kind of really started like you got engaged a few months ago right i did there was a lot of transformation in life and new beginnings and a new path and I think my quote's going to be moving forward is that positivity is a choice. And my new new partner in that journey in life is Charlie Banks, her son, Cody, and my son, River, and my daughter, Madeline. And we are, we are on a path of happiness, many hopefully big fish to come, and adventures along the way, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. And you resettled in Woodland Park, which is a gorgeous place. <laughs> it's a great, great small town. We joke that it's the ski town without a slope, but we get plenty of snow. And as you know, after visiting here last year and fishing together, we're only 20 minutes from the close, close place to fish in furthest west. I think we're about 45 minutes from South Park in the Dream Stream. So it's a wonderful location. Great community, too. Yeah. And uh, I know you like the gym because everybody I talk to talks about how ripped you're getting. <laughs> yeah part of the new beginnings and paths for sure the uh the therapy i get from that just staying in shape because i know there's many more miles to walk on the river's edge or row on the boat and yeah definitely fitness is a part of life right now and it's the gym is literally two and a half maybe three minutes away so it's, i'm very lucky to have that close to home and and using that as motivation for many things to come. But yeah, fitness and health and happiness, man, I'm, I'm thankful for everything this new year. Yeah. Can you give us a little bit of a sneak peek into your routine? How many days are you in there? And, uh, you know, how many 45 pound plates are you sitting there when you do chin-ups? <laughs> you bet. Yeah. It's, it's now to the point where I'm 16 months straight. I've always worked out since I was younger, just trying to stay fit, but really on this specific routine and very regimen about it. It's been 16 months and now doing pull-ups with 45 pound plates and almost benching 400 on regular reps and things like thought I could never do in my forties. I'm achieving these goals and I'm doing it on a, a strength training path where instead of being overnight or expecting to lift heavy weights, it's more fitness and then reaching goals weekly and monthly. And it's just been awesome. You know, the motivation for myself and hopefully motivation for others has really been inspiring. So I'm, happy to do it and happy to pass on that positive motivation and just get in there and try to stay healthy and safe. 
Yeah, very cool. And, you know, I've got a whole list of stuff we're going to kind of tick through here because there's a whole lot of stuff going on. And, you know, the great thing is we're probably, you know, knock on wood on the other side of kind of the COVID show season. But uh, one of the things you were telling me before you started recording is you've got a new fly pattern coming out with Umqua. I do. I'm really excited about it. You know, Umqua Feather Merchants, they're like a second family when it comes to fly design. And and when they're supplying the industry with flies from really good anglers and other people that believe in preparation being the key for the following day's success. The new fly is a damsel imitation. It's a dry fly and it matches my mini leech jig damsel and also my other leech patterns and series. So I'm really excited about it. We, we've been working on this as far as getting it into production for a couple of years now and designed the fly seven years ago. So every time a new fly is introduced to the world, thanks to Umqua and the great jobs at their factory and supply and demand to shops, it's, it's wonderful to have that release. So it's coming out. This spring, there'll be some cool opportunities for the unveiling. I'll be having uh, live Instagram with Fly Fisherman, which is on the 23rd of March. Following that's going to be an article that will show the fly and some of its designs and information on how to fish it. So extremely excited about it. And larger dry flies are always a challenge, not only in design, but also having buoyancy in the fly, making sure it looks and represents the natural can be effective in windy conditions, which as you know, being up here, we get it all the time. So I'm, I'm definitely excited for this to come out and looking forward to the response and hopefully it brings anglers success. Very cool. And, you know, obviously it, it'll work on spinning in your still waters, but where else can folks fish it in, uh, in Colorado and elsewhere? Yeah, and that's why it's unique. I really love the fact that we have in South Park, for example, 23 miles of public river, three still waters, and even furthest west, the freestone on the arkansas river the opportunities there for the damsel hatch is amazing but in addition to that it can be overlooked especially in river settings there's oftentimes damsels and rivers damsel nymphs and rivers adults opportunities for fish to feed there so still waters and rivers alike it could be effective across the globe and matching the color of this imitation will be in blue olive and tan which will represent various color schemes and patterns from male to females and match some of the waters that you fish, whether it's close to home or traveling abroad to South America. So it has a far reach and hopefully will bring angler success. Yeah, super cool. And, you know, obviously, you know, you're guiding still, and even though it's the winter time, and it's kind of an interesting thing, right? Because the days are shorter um, and you kind of have to right. pick, pick right. your spots, right? Because I've, I've seen your Instagram feed and some days you got to just stay at home and drink hot chocolate. But why don't you let folks know <laughs> kind of what you're seeing out on the water and kind of what that winter routine looks like for you. It's been an amazing year. Yeah, I appreciate you asking that. So I, I guide on three river systems. The main river for me is the South Platte. I also have permits and access to the Blue River by Silverthorne and then the Arkansas River near Pueblo. And we have some cool opportunities in high elevation and low elevation. The Arkansas sits at around 4,000 feet. When you're in Summit County, you're up at around 87 to 9,200 feet. Down at Deckers, you're around six. So we have this elevation gain and drop. So cold days, we can drop down and fish the lower elevation spots, stay warm, still have bug activity. And then when we get those sneaker warming days where even 50 degrees will feel balmy, we can move up to 8,700, 9,200 feet. And it's been productive. We've had a lot of great midge activity. Some of our extremely warm days, we've even seen betas, some blooming olive hatches coming off down in the Arkansas section. And 
even a few of those down at Decker's. So it's cool to have these mixture of different hatches, food supplies and bugs, but sneaking in opportunities to God. I always love that, especially between shows and show season. So fingers crossed the weather works for us on our trip. But if not, you got to leave those open days to, to reschedule. Cause like you said, you're sitting at home, time flies, drinking hot cocoa, looking at the weather, knowing that you got to wait for it to warm up just a little bit more. Yeah. And I know too, you know, you're getting your 10,000 steps in when you're doing that. Cause I fished with you. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I love to move. I'm, I'm a fan of new water. I'm a fan of finding productive zones. And I think staying mobile is really key. In addition to being more successful, catching more fish and having more opportunities, it also makes you a better angler because you're facing different conditions, different setups, different angles and approach. So that alone is enough to give you more opportunities at trout. But in addition to that, finding new targets and new target zones too. Yeah. And I think it's great too. You're really lucky where you are that you have so many tailwaters because it gives you so many more winter options than most people have. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, once you experience it, I always tell people the South Platte River is unique because it's like fishing five different river systems on any given day. And you're only separated by an hour. I mean, you can be the open meadows of the dream stream, the canyon settings in 11 mile and Cheeseman or Waterton before setting at Decker's. Every spot looks different. Every spot will flow differently. And in addition to that, you have different hatches, target different fish. So it really is endless. And I, I believe if you can be successful in every location, of the South Platte River, you can literally apply those techniques, become the better angler and be successful anywhere you fish in the world. It's that that diverse and unique for sure. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because that was kind of the impetus for us kind of, you know, we're going to do a, a tip series this year. And that was really, you know, by being able to come out to Colorado for Clean the Dream and to kind of see and fish the fishery and fish the area, you know, with you and other folks, you know, to, you know, one, it's, you know, people learn to fish the water that's available to them. But then you sit and, you know, for me, I live on the East coast to come out to you and have techniques that I watch and that I can bring home is really helpful. So that's something that we're going to work on and try to bring to folks every two weeks, kind of during the thick of fishing season. I think so. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Doing the tip series with you and podcasts where we can supply some tips and opportunities, problems and solutions for many things that we face, but you're exactly right. Being able to make adjustments, and being flexible, some of the best anglers I encounter around the globe that come out to visit, the anglers that can be flexible, adapt, and adjust to new environments within 24 hours makes them the ultimate angler and in return land more and larger trout that way or just fish in general. So it's, it'll be nice to share those. And we really did appreciate you coming out to support Clean the Dream. Look for that as well, folks. We're going to be doing that every year moving forward. This year will be our eighth annual third week in August. So we'll, we'll pass on those details when they're available, but we're already starting some planning phases in that and getting some of the companies on board. So I'm excited. Yeah. It's a great opportunity to win a Yeti product. Cause you had just a few <laughs> <laughs> Yeti and clean up. And, and yeah, most importantly, last year, as you saw, we, we cleaned all of South park. I mean, there's seven locations, all the river systems, the still waters and spinning 11 mile and collecting over a thousand pounds in trash and having, just over 200 people attend. And most importantly, what you witnessed are the families, you know, bringing out the mom and dad and kids and anybody who wants to attend or be a part of it or give back. It doesn't matter age, gender. There really is just a celebration of everybody coming together for that day. So it's epic event and my, one of my favorite days of the year for sure. 
Yeah, and a real kind of testimony to, you know, kind of your journey. I mean, you had people, you know, like you had Mom Angler brought her family from Texas. I met, you know, clients yeah. and friends that fished with you when you were a kid that have, like, moved out yeah. of Colorado that come back just to be part of the event. Yeah, it really is incredible. It just shows you the power of unity and the power of believing in the cause. And most importantly, the power of believing in this passion that we all share. And it starts with the resource. And I believe if we teach our youth this and we practice it ourselves by protecting the resource, we ensure future generations the same happiness that we all have evolved into. And in addition to that, more trout, more opportunities to have fun days, happy days, and remaining a student really is key. And that's the biggest thing I've learned as an adult, as a mature man, a father, now engaged to a wonderful woman, Charlie, is that, you know, giving back in whatever relationships you have in life is really the key to success and the key to positivity. And it's not just from person to person, human to human. It's the relationship we have with the water, earth, everything surrounding these resources. So it's it's a huge event. And really, I think it will change the way you view things and can realistically change your life if you attend it. Yeah, I think it's a powerful concept too, right? Because I would say, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot, right? That to kind of, you know, view, kind of have an abundant view of the world, right? Absolutely. And, and to be generous. But I would also say, while it's incredibly fulfilling, um, I mean, and I know you know this, you have to, sometimes you have to really have some stamina and find those kind of people in your tribe because, you know, um, you never are really doing it for the payback. You're doing it because you think it's the right thing to do. And sometimes it takes a little longer for some of that love to get reflected back uh, than other times, you right? Bet. You know? You bet. Absolutely. And that event is not possible without all of the volunteers and most importantly, our key volunteers. I mean, we have a group which you spend a lot of time with. The group of us now have grown to 14 and these 14 individuals from day one gather, get together. The founder, my good friend, Brandon Kramer, who lives out of state now, comes back every year into the state to be a part of this event and being co-founder with him is, it's really an honor and a great thing to add to our friendship and the value of the fishery. So it is, it's nice to find the other soldiers that are willing to troop together and, and make a difference for that entire day. Yeah. And it's interesting too, because I heard a rumor that uh, you had your own jet like Led Zeppelin. You're going to so many fly fishing shows. <laughs> I can't. It feels like that. I'm definitely I, now. I wish I had the jet and the the comforts to relax and spread out. But no, I'm I'm definitely stuck in economy and traveling around the states. But it's it's show season, baby. I can't believe it creeped up last weekend in Boston. Was awesome. The Marlboro show was amazing. Attendance was up. People were excited. You know, we're past some of the feeling and scared situations with COVID and feeling worried or stressed. While we all still have the issues and we need to be concerned and being sick, it's nice to just have the celebration of show season back and all the shows moving moving forward. And this weekend's Edison in New Jersey. Following that is going to be Atlanta, which I know you'll be at that Marvin presenting yourself. And then following that, we get a break and then we're back in Denver. I know you're going to be there as well. So congratulations on presenting at the shows yourself. And what you'll quickly realize is when you're there, it's the power of giving back the excitement, the energy, the motivation, it's contagious. And I just can't wait for each one to come. So classes, demonstrations, uh, seminars, there's so much to really be involved in. And just look at the schedule. I'm going to be sending that out in a newsletter. It's available on the Fly Fishing Show's website, my website, and I'm sure you've got it up on yours and we've got it on our social pages. So I'm, 
I'm excited for it, man. We're definitely taking off on that rocket ship. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, maybe we should uh, have a GoFundMe campaign for you so you can get your own Gulfstream. <laughs> exactly, right? Have that going for me. One thing I did do is get, I, I got that United card this year, so I'm happy for that. <laughs> oh, is, is that kind of like the Admirals Club for uh, American? It is. I mean, even from, you know, just getting a chance to board in second round or the second second seatings. And then in addition to that, being able to have free check bags makes a big difference. But yeah, it's, it's definitely that time. I'm excited for it. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting too. I mean, it, I'm, I'm excited. It'll be the first time I've had an opportunity to speak and I'll speak in Atlanta and I'll speak in Denver. And, and I'm really, it's kind of an interesting thing because you and I were talking before we started recording that, um, you know, what I'm really kind of focused on is kind of uh, process stuff for kind of beginning and beginner intermediate anglers. Although I always think, you know, you can always learn something from every presentation. Um, sure. and, and so I'm excited to talk about, you know, just helping anglers have a plan during the seasons for trout and, and insects. And then also uh, an additional talk in Denver is going to be just about having a process, right? And, great. and yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. and it's interesting because I know you and I have talked about it before. I mean, it's, you know, it's not about it being the process. It's about having a process. Right. And, right, um, and I think, right. and I think that's the trick. And so, you know, what I just, you know, tell people is like, I think these are areas that I think are important. You know, I can tell you how I do it. That's not the way to do it. You just need to figure out your way to do it. And, you know, the whole goal, right. I, goal I look at it is it's really kind of trying, you know, none of us fish as much as we want to. And so right. <laughs> the, the more habit, just like your gym habit, um, that we can put into our fishing, the more successful we're going to be because the more we can focus on the stuff that really will change the day. Yeah. Right. Yep. Absolutely. It's just so true. It's so true. And those are great topics. And that's, what's unique about the shows. You have so many opportunities. Let's say in one show you attend two days out of three, you could sit in on five seminars, three casting demonstrations, three tying demonstrations and literally consume enough information to digest and effectively try and learn from throughout the course of one year. So it's, it's really awesome to have the titles and representation. And for me, I'll be concentrating on the site fishing for trout side, seasonal sides of being out there winter, spring, summer, and fall. And one of my favorites is the casting pond. In addition to tying demos where you can see it live and in person and the casting demo is short range and, time demo with guide flies but those are great topics and ideas and thoughts and i'm i'm excited to sit on on your talks as well marvin it'll be uh it'll be new blood and new information for me yeah it's interesting and it's funny too when you're talking about your casting demonstrations I, it makes me think about you opening the refrigerator <laughs> yes exactly a few of the tips and the biggest thing is 20 feet or less you know it's what we'll concentrate on in the ponds 80 percent of trout are caught within 20 feet or less and when I made the video with Jay Nichols mastering the short game and it is out on Vimeo still and available. That was really key in what we emphasized on. And that's what blows people's minds is that it can be such a close, intimate experience when you're hunting that large trout. And when you don't have to cast 50, even 40 or 30 feet, and you're going less than that, it's, it's really unique how you need to change up the casting strokes and ways to deliver effectively. So I'm, I'm always pumped and excited to get on the pond. And the only thing missing on the ponds is a fish coming up and taking your fly, but that's, that's soon to come as well. <laughs> yeah. I have seen goldfish in the casting ponds before. <laughs> that's an idea we could do it we'll start even if we start small we'll let them grow <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll 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 catch them on a size 26 
Um, that's right. All, that's all right. good stuff. But I, but I also know that you are, um, you're not just doing the fly fishing shows. You've got other shows and presentations on your dance card as well. I do I have a lot of great events this year. We're going to have a chance to shake hands meet a lot of great people and talk fishing. The next best thing to fishing, of course, is talking fishing and demonstrations and, and seminars. I'll be at the Midwest fly fishing expo in Detroit, Michigan. I'll be in Minnesota at the Great Waters Fly Expo, and then I'll be traveling up and down the coast of California with the consortium there. I'll be at seven clubs in 10 days, and all of these will be available. We just finalized the last show's contract, so I'll be sending those the dates out, and all my schedule is going to be released this week before I travel out. So tomorrow, look for that on, on a newsletter. You can sign up for that newsletter through my my website, landonmareflyfishing.com, but I'll be sharing that. And it's nice to have that reach and really traveling to other shows and being there before and knowing that everybody just gathers up before seasons hit and have a chance to really share and celebrate. It's really fun. Yeah. And you might even have a chance to do some ice fishing. <laughs> <laughs> May have that opportunity for sure. It's always a challenge between shows. If you're busy doing show to show, you know, when it's warmer out, you can sneak in a day or two. But when it's cold out, it just depends on the region and the area you're presenting in. But trying to find that one day to fish is always a struggle. But it'll it'll start to warm by the time I get to California. I'll have a chance to to look at some other opportunities with myself and Charlie, and, and be able to stop in locations and celebrate and fish with folks too. So that should be fun. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And I'll drop links to all that stuff in the show notes for you. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Yeah, you bet. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing you in, gosh, probably, I don't know, a week or two. Um, you want to let yeah, folks know, like, weeks. yeah, social media and all those kind of handles and all that kind of good stuff before you hop and uh, go tie flies and drink hot chocolate? <laughs> you bet, my friend. So, yeah, so you can reach me again through the website. It's landonmareflyfishing.com, landonmareflyfishing on Instagram and Facebook, and also landonmareflyfishing on YouTube. And look for the Instagram post. I know myself, and you're doing the same, Marvin, on Articulate Fly, and then also your own page. But we, we tend to share what the the presentations, seminars, and demonstrations are going to be. So yesterday on Instagram, I was able to share the schedule. I'll do that through my newsletter, which is simply just signing up to receive free guide tips monthly and announcements of the schedule and different shows and areas I'll be or trips I'll be performing. And it's a nice way to just gather up the information and pass it along. So if anybody has any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. I appreciate you having me on, brother. And most importantly, I appreciate everybody's support. So Looking forward to getting on that jet plane and taking off here soon. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, thanks for making the time and safe travels, and I'll see you soon. My pleasure. Yeah, keep up the great work, Marvin. And for those who are just listening here the first time, be sure to go back in the archives because what this gentleman's doing with the podcast is really exceptional work with some of the best people, not only in the sport, but just best people that you can meet in person and in general. So keep up the great work, my friend. Uh, I super appreciate it and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. Sounds good. Take care, Marvin. You too. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. Hope to see all of you this weekend at the Atlanta Fly Fishing Show. Tight lines, everybody.